Kungsegården, starting point for this year's St. Patrick's Day Parade and the starting point for this week's Irish and Sweden podcast. So uh, here we are, there's a few likely looking characters getting off of green hats and green wigs and all sorts of stuff going on there. And uh, today we're just going to go through some of these things and some of the speeches and some of the music and just talk to some of the people who are at the parade here today. So it's just coming up at 12 o'clock on Saturday, so uh, here we go, wish me luck. So. It's the worst thing about doing a podcast, you can't actually see everything that's going on here, but we have Suzanne and our dog. And we have party as well. We have any amount of tents, and we have food, and we have a stage, and we have the Turkish ambassador with us as well, who's here celebrating St. Patrick's Day. And we're getting pictures of him with Austin Gormley, the Irish ambassador. And he's wearing a lovely Ireland hat now, the Turkish ambassador, which is absolutely brilliant to see all together. So the money today that's raised from the sales of various different bits of um, merchandise is going to the UNHCR, the United Nations High Commission for Refugees. And that's being sold by a whole bunch of people here. Are you all right there? We, we have a few pictures being taken as well. We have musicians on the stage. No, no, I'm making a podcast here. So you're more than welcome to be on it. Are you the official photographer for today? Are you? No, I'm not. I'm representing Silverbike. Okay, brilliant. So you're taking some PR pictures for them. Yes. That's fantastic. So, do you live here in town? You do? Up in Gavla. Oh, up in Gavla. Okay, so it's great to have somebody down. So many coming down today for the parade? I'm not sure. There's a few guys off the sites coming down, all right? Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how many. But so it's only, what, two hours down the road kind of thing, is it? Two hours down the road, how are you, yeah, exactly. How are you enjoying it up there so far? It's good, aye. It's a good, lovely country. Have you, were you at the GEA tournament then last year, the Gaelic football? Or I was down watching it, I wasn't playing. But you weren't playing? There, will you get your boots on this year, will you? Not at all. I'll the young boys. <laughs> <laughs> we might get to, we'll catch you a little bit later on when you're taking your picture there. Good man. There you go. Representation is everything. Yeah. Soccer jerseys are torn up. The guy jerseys are torn up. Joe was torn up. The old vintage Ireland jerseys are torn up. Here's Damo. And now the music is about to start, Harry. That's Brian, how are you keeping? Well? I'm honoured to see you. What are you going to play for us now? We're going to do um, a thing now. It's a, it's a new tune we're working on called Soundcheck. Lovely. I, I've heard you play that one before in many different guises. Many, many different places, many different times. It's, it's, one, it's just one of those classics that never gets old, Philip, you know? How was your St. Patrick's Day, Brian? I believe you were doing two gigs. Three gigs, actually, Philip. Very long, great day. Great to see a lot of people out doing it at the gigs again. You know, I think everybody's enjoying it. In fact, you know that we're actually able to get out and, and watch gigs again. The pandemic is over. We can shake the hands again. Pandemic is over. Look out here. There's a huge crowd out here. Conster Garden, really fantastic. We're gonna have a great day. Brilliant, Brian. We'll talk to you a little bit later on. Go, man. I saw a bar that Tony Griffin yeah, wasn't yeah, going to be yeah, too far yeah, away. Tony, yeah. tell us about the setup here, right? Because I'm just seeing Guinness Zero, Guinness Zero, Guinness Zero all over the place. Guinness Zero is for Guinness Zero is for free. It's a giveaway. Oh, good luck. By our lovely friends at Carlsberg and Diageo. Uh, so they've looked after us with that. And to give away to people because they're trying to get it into the market in Sweden. Uh, and then we also have real Guinness, 
and uh, Star of Plumbing on tap. We, we have, is there a Guinness IPA there as well, I'm saying? The Guinness IPA never arrived on time, unfortunately. Uh, they didn't have the alcohol licence in place. Right, that's, that's fair enough. So. So. So all of this is good. Uh, how was the Guinness? Have you had the Guinness uh, Zero yourself so far? Have you? I've tried it. Yeah, I tried it in Ireland. Now I've tried it here, and it's fantastic. It really Absolutely is. Absolutely fantastic. I, I have to admit, now, as soon as you said that it was free here, I was kicking myself because yeah. I went to the system blog last night. I bought a fucking ton of it. Uh, I got to talk to Tony. But uh, you do, can do have you, a box of it now. Yeah, yeah good mate. Say nothing. We will get that yeah. in the back of the car. Um, how is it? You, do you sell this now in any of your restaurants? Because you're you're a man in the restaurant business for many years. You sound a liffy. Now have a few. All yeah. the Texas Longhorns, basically. Millionaire yeah. now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish. I wish. We have it up in uh, Austin Mam, uh, in Seared, and we're about to launch it in Texas Longhorn in Gamble Slam. Uh, for today, we're going to have it there. We have the after party. Um, and, yeah, so we're going to have Guinness and Guinness uh, 0.0. Uh, have, you, have you seen the uh, the taps? When you tried it in Dublin, did you try it on draft in Dublin? Did you? Yes. This system? Yeah. What yeah. did you think of that? Oh, yeah. I wasn't over the moon about it to be honest well, with you. you. Know. No, but I, I just think that uh, it died very quickly in the glass. Um, where out of the can there was a little more. So maybe I drank the can quicker. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going back to our teenage years. Yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. the cans quicker. Yeah, yeah. And just in general, Tony, um, over the few, the last few days and that kind of thing. Now that the pandemic is over, I know basically everybody in the restaurant business, yourself, Martin Hessian, that kind of thing, suffered. Have things turned around now in Sweden? Is it back to normal now? Absolutely. It? it didn't. It didn't come back like it did in Ireland. You know, with this big massive boom, because we had been open and open and open. Yeah. So when it came back, it came back slow, which was good because it was good on a lot of fronts uh, because it didn't put the panic on us for personnel because it was still tough to get personnel yeah so now that it's back our weekends are fantastic midweek is back to kind of normal so we're, we're all good we're happy yeah. hey, what's it? can you open one of those now and just pour it into the absolutely. glass man like give it a quick taste now and see what it's like absolutely might be a different thing here just the sound of that is something else now i was reading up about this uh this nitrogen surge thing and everything yeah so uh and how they did it and there's a little plastic ball. oh this looks lovely all together so if you're used to watching those Guinness ads on the television where the thing settles and everything else that's exactly what Tony's doing now tilting the glass an expert that has to be said yeah, yeah, do you yeah. miss being out of the Irish pub game because I know you still own pubs and restaurants like that kind of thing, but do you miss being out of the Irish pub game Tony yeah sometimes absolutely especially on days like this but uh, then again you sleep at night now do you? you you get to sleep at night and you're <laughs> home after 11 o'clock and it's, it's a completely different ball game but you do absolutely when you see days like this you say well I want to be back in this you yeah. know and uh, yeah well because i was just talking to, to lucky there and he was saying that you have a bit of music up in seared and that's the mom now as well right we up there we have that uh once a week we're kind of dying that out now because that's gone more to a longhorn tonight we've lucky's playing in gamblestan yeah um we're doing something else we have a project on the on the burner oh no Jesus. we'll have to get back to you after that yeah. i'll tell you what just this has settled you think this has settled enough now in your professional you go, here yeah. we go just give it a taste of this here we go oh my word that's hitting the spot now yeah that's lovely all together and the great thing is i'll be able to walk straight in this parade afterwards <laughs> tony griffin thanks very much for talking to me thank you philip o'connor thank you There's a 
few boys down here from Yabla. Now I see Yabla GA yeah. is, is there many after coming down now, is there? Uh, a handful of lads down, a handful. Of a lot of them gone home for a long weekend, like, so a lot of them had the most of it, you know. So, so they would have gone home sort of on Wednesday and stayed yeah. over in uh, Orlando and then head back to the yeah. yeah, back home for the weekend. How yeah, are yeah. things up there? How many lads are up there now? Good, good. It's quiet now. It's quiet now up there this year now. Is it, yeah? Year. Yeah, we'll be having as many lads up there now. But we still have a team together anyway. So. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody from the Stockholm Gales is listening to this, they still have a team and they're coming after you after last year, you know? Yeah, no panic. What's the crack like up there with them? Are they happy enough up there so far? Oh, yeah, yeah, very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everyone loves it up there now. Good crew of lads as well, you know what I mean? And yeah. They all enjoy getting out each week and that stuff. That's one of those things we were talking about with the Irish community here over the last sort of few days. It's just the sustainability of it, right? One lad was saying that you guys might be up there for, you know, two, three, five, ten years. How do you see it? It's, it's, look, it's all to do with construction. You don't know. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know yourself. They could pull the plug on it tomorrow. They could, they could, they could double it next week. So you don't know. It's, it's anybody's guess. You know what I mean? It's the so excitement what, of it. So whatever you do, don't work too hard. Is the message you're trying to slow down, slow down a bit. You know, slow <laughs> down a bit. And do everything twice. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> That's the name of the game, you know. Brilliant. Well, yeah. sure. Enjoy the rest of the day. I'll show you around here later. Try indeed. Try indeed. Hello, how are you? Lovely to see you again. There you go, there's the Donald, cool. the chairman of the Swedish Irish Society. I thought they were applauding you, but they're actually applauding the music there. We're in the middle of everything now. How, how is it? You were just saying that you want to get out of here, break everything now and go for a pint. Well, the, see, the thing is, no, we've been studying, we've been waiting for this now since last September. We broke everything up, we started with the concert this year, then we're doing the parade, and now we're going, what they call this, now we're going back into the parade again after that, or down back to the concert. There's been a lot of, uh, the volunteers and the committee have put a huge personal effort into everything that's happened this year. And it's just amazing to be here and watching all the people from not just every part of Ireland, but people from all over the world. It's great, like yeah. it's we're great. The, the Turkish ambassador there earlier on. Yeah, but th this is different level now, Donald, because today we're looking at this food trucks from yes. everywhere. There's Tony has the Guinness bar that was just That's in right. there. You have this, uh, the face painting for the kids. That's right. Huge Irish wolfhounds walking around. How many people were involved in putting all this together? Well, I tell you the truth. Now we had the bones of we had the bones of all the committee. And then we had outside people coming in, and uh, the people like we said, the barman, Tony, and things like that. Like all of the, the the ambassador has been fantastic to us all together. Like the amount of information and his experience that he's brought to the table has made this day what it is at the moment. And you can see the anticipation of people and their faces and children with balloons and so on and so forth. So you know, with all the hard work that we put in, and to see all these smiling faces. It makes a huge difference at the end of the day. And if, huge you zoom, difference. if you zoom out a little bit, you personally, Donald, you've been here for a few years, as uh -huh. have I. What does this day mean to you now when you see the scale of the thing that's going on here? Well, I tell you now, the excitement in my children's faces all week coming to school. And like coming, like they're going to school and they're saying, Daddy, can I do this? Daddy, can I do that? And I says, of course you can, of course you can. I says, it's all inclusive. And I say, that's the best thing for me, because they don't guess, like they have the Irish TV at home, they'll have the Irish music on at home and so on and so forth. And they know that Irish songs, believe you me, I've driven it into them, like, I've driven it to them. But you know, they feel special today. And if my two kids feel special, that means then your children feel special. They feel a connection, a connection to home. But of course, we're not at home, we're over here and we're making this day special. And it's not, of course, it's for the adults, but more importantly, it's for the kids. 100%. And that's the worst important thing altogether. Brilliant. We'll leave it there for the time being. I'm sure we'll be talking to you a little bit later on. You will, of course. Thanks very much, friend. Have a great day and enjoy every moment of you this. You too, you too. Come on, my friend. Come on. All right, this is all going on the podcast, right? Sophie Murphy, what are you wearing and why? You disaster of a human being, you. I wear my cork jersey. It's like the only day of the year where you're supposed to wear green and you wear red. I, I know, but at the same time, Rebel County, you know, I have two rep cork today. Honestly, I'd say all the green stuff is gone since the other day. Is this your sister here, is it? No, this is Rhiannon. 
She's a member of, uh, Rihanna, of the community. Rihanna, why do you two look so alike? I only was talking to Rihanna the other day at the embassy. I thought the two of you were sisters. Irish just that's a, that's a thing. No, two beautiful colleagues here today. How's it going so far? Have you started to panic yet? Uh, no, it's going grand. It's like heading off free trinkets to all the kids because they're so cute, you know. So I wouldn't take anything off anybody wearing a cock jersey, but there you go. Right, I have to go and get changed it to St. Patrick, I'll see you in a while. Right, we're actually below the stage at Kungstegården now. I was around the back of the stage and I was being given this bag of stuff here, which is the St. Patrick's costume for the year. And there's one, two, three, three beards at least. Oh, that's a fourth beard. So you have to select a beard and various bits and pieces and see what we're going to wear for the rest of us. I feel like I bought some of this stuff somewhere in Dublin many, many years ago, which we'll see what we, get, what we get out of it. Dear friends, dear ambassador, I am very honoured to participate today and to address you with the words of gratitude, sincere gratitude from all Ukrainians to our Irish friends, to our worldwide community, for this genuine solidarity and support for Ukraine during the hardest time in our modern history. This is very important for my country that faces this invasion, that faces atrocities, which were brought to my country, which has always been a peaceful nation. I would like to address all of you to tell you that we should stay united. We should stay as one single voice and we should do every effort and exert every effort to stop this war, to bring peace to Ukraine. And I would like to use this opportunity to once again wish all our Irish friends, Irish community worldwide, happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, 
I love that uh, Irish as well. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, um, you speak Irish, but you're from Sweden. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's correct. How did you uh, fall in love with the Irish language? Uh, it started uh, with, um, yeah, I've developed an interest for, for Irish culture and music for more than 30 years now. And it started with uh, hearing the Pogues for the first time, and that was the door opener. Right. And uh, then I've been singing a lot of Irish songs. And a couple of years ago, I thought that it would be nice to have some Irish songs in the repertoire. And that's when I decided to start to learn the language. And how so, hard was it for you to learn as a Swede? Ah, uh, it is difficult. Uh, it's uh, you don't get much for free as when learning English or, or German. Uh, and um, yeah, I've been doing it for ten years off and on now. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm not fluent yet. But uh, hopefully in a couple of years. Yeah, better than about ninety-five percent of the people out there. At the <laughs> oh, language, that's, you know? that's you're, you're wearing a Donegal jersey, my friend, and you oh, speak yeah. a little bit of an Ulster accent. Is that where you're where you learn to speak it? Oh yeah, um, that's that's in a way where my heart is. So I used to go to Glen Columkille every year to uh, yeah. to um, uh, the Irish language school, Edisquail. Yeah. Uh, so now I haven't been there since 19 because of the pandemic. So I'm longing for to go back and also have friends in Ranafast. Mm. So, um, yeah. What was it like playing here today at the St. Patrick's Day Festival? Oh, it was lovely uh, and a great arrangement by the Swedish Irish Society and um, lovely atmosphere and great weather and um, yeah, great performers. Uh, so, um, yeah, a lovely arrangement and a great day. And will we be seeing you here again next year? Oh, Kinche, that would be lovely. Kinche, Gormila Magat. Yeah, uh, Tony, we've managed to find our way into the green room here, the dressing room here. Have you enjoyed your day so far with your shamrock? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It's been the best trip I've had, and it's great to come out after the the pandemic and see people out enjoying Irish culture. Yeah. You, you you live up the country, don't you? Yeah, in Lulu, I live in Norbottom, so it's quite... much further up the country than that, can you? Nah, it's a bit, <laughs> bit like Donegal. It's, it's out of the way, but it's beautiful. It is really beautiful. I love it up there. And there's a sort of a growing Irish community up there now as well, isn't there? Ah, well, it's a bit 
been a bit chaotic, as us Irish usually be. There's been an influx of working Irish, and I've met a few good friends up there. I've met people from Derry mm-hmm. up there working, so they've been doing their work and moving on. And yeah, but it's had an impact. Yeah, the Irish community. But it, you say that was that a positive impact or a negative impact? There, both, 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 because uh, Swedish culture is very different, and you know it can't be. Uh, you can't replicate the Irish culture in, no. in, in Sweden directly. But it's been interesting and it's been positive for both Lulu and yeah. for for those that have travelled there. They've seen a bit of the world. You've been living up there for a while, though, haven't you? 2008 I moved up there. And what was that like? Were you the only Irishman in the village? Funny enough, you should say, yeah. I actually met two people that were related to me in Bowden, and Bowden's a small town. <laughs> they were Scots, but I'd met their granny's cousin yeah. when she was in Derry, and they were doing genealogy, so uh, they're distant related cousins of mine, and they're living in Bowden. You can't go anywhere, can you? Nah, can't get away. There's quite a few Irish up there, yeah. so there are spread out here and there. And how, how is it living up there? I mean, do you miss home? You know, you're up there 14, 15 years now. Yeah, I went, to, I went home in, I think it was 2010, and I found it very strange coming to populated areas like <laughs> Stockholm because it had been in the wilderness. Yeah. And I went through uh, Stockholm that time, but it was minus 20, I think, in Derry that year. Hmm. So... Um, it was a bit of a shock to the system. Well, the Ireland minus twenty. It was really cold. It's not like the far north cold. No, it, it was. It's that damp cold. There, yeah, isn't it? yeah, it's yeah. awful. So, so that was a bit of a shock to the culture. But I was homesick one time. I missed the pub culture, so I went to, of all places, Edinburgh. I went to Edinburgh and went to see Celtic match, and haven't been back since. But my son, he settled now in Belfast, so he's on the, about me showing him the west coast mm. sometime, and I'd love to do that. Yeah. And your, your daughter's here working in Stockholm as well, isn't Yeah, she? she's working at the embassy. She's doing really well. Really proud of her. She's a fantastic girl. I was in there. She's part of that fantastic team Ireland that we have there. Yeah, she's, she's, she's doing a great job and I'm really proud of her. And I'm really proud of the Irish community taking the Ukrainian solidarity stance that they've taken. Mm. And it was great to have the ambassador here. At the, at the St. Patrick's Day parade I was talking to him earlier. Yeah. Very difficult situation for them, but... It's a very nope. sad situation for those people because here we are celebrating and we're inviting them in at the same time as they don't really have a whole lot to celebrate right now, do they? Not just yet. It's, yeah. it's a threat to the world, but what can you do? We can, we can only show our solidarity with them. Well, you know, we can only hope that we can invite them back this time next year. And, Absolutely. You know. uh, I look forward. I might even come down next year again. I was going to ask you, will you be back yourself next oh, year? Then? I've enjoyed it so much. I've enjoyed it so much. I, I, I think I might. We can't wait to see it out here again. Good man. Good man. Folks. Sophie Murphy, come over here into this corner now. We're moving around this green room in here. Um, see you later, guys. See you later, Stefan. Lovely to see you. What a guy. Irish speaker, the whole lot. Stephen Shannon's out there. Uh, we're now coming towards the end of it, right? Yeah. So it's sort of under control. How has the day been for you? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. It's like <laughs> the amount of work that has been put in, like the days leading up to this, and then also now on the day. And all the social media and everything that's mostly my job today mm. it's like was it worth it 100 percent, 100 percent. when we had uh, our chat last week i said it's like oh 50 percent excited about the event 50 percent excited about sunday because like <laughs> everything being over kind of 
kind of feel the same today but then at the same time it's like we've had so much fun today and it's great like seeing all friends family here and all the gales and the whole community and all the Spons kids and sail, everybody exactly. been there. It's like kids Tony down from Lulio, you know there's yeah, yeah, yeah. people from everywhere there um, do you know? Do you have any idea how many people turned up? Were you talking to the police at all? Yeah. No, we haven't spoken to them yet. But uh, our estimate is that it's more than the last time. Um, Which is more than three thousand in that case. Yeah, yeah. Well. So we think that if you count the parade and the amount of people that have been like in the bar area and in front of stage and everything, we're thinking about 3,500, 3, maybe even four. I'll tell you what, there was a lot of those bastards never left the bar area either. They just stood there in the sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been trying to control the situation to see, like, so, okay, can people actually get in? Yeah. It's time for some people to get out. <laughs> exactly. so. You people who've been there for two hours, you need to make space for other yeah, people yeah. kind of thing. I haven't even had a pint yet. Well, I was looking. Well, you see, this is the thing. You have to do the Irish Mafia thing, right? Go talk to Tony Griffin. Tony will fix you up with a beer now, you know? So he'll just take that's it to the, the top of the queue, right? It's like, that's the right man to talk to. Yeah, exactly. And I also need to speak to the Guinness guys. I've had a couple, it's like, we've been sitting with um, with them for various meetings now for the past three weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, can you fix me up, please? I, I think I'll hook you up. What have we learned for next year? Oh. Uh, or is that a question for Monday? I'd say maybe Monday, but then at the same time, I actually think that we were just so lucky this year with the weather and everything. Mm. So uh, we really had like the best possible like weather. Uh, like COVID's over with. The situation with Ukraine is one thing, but then it's going to be interesting to see how much we've uh, managed to f- uh, raise for uh, UNHCR now. Mm. That's what I'm interested in seeing. I'm like, it doesn't matter if we're 2,000 people here, 4,000 people here. It would be great if we could get up those numbers for UNHCR. Yeah. That's the most important thing today. Super. So. Sophie, thanks for all your work so far. And uh, Monday we start planning next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. No, I need vacation now. <laughs> Midsummers, maybe. All right, we are reaching the end here. I didn't actually get much of when we were up on the stage there, or uh, the actual parade itself, because we were busy being St. Patrick, and you were busy being the ambassador, Austin Gormley. Could you just sum up the day on behalf of the Irish community? No pressure. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic, Phil. Look, it's just great to see so many people out enjoying themselves in the sun. It's a real sense of solidarity and community, I think, throughout the day. We had the Ukrainian ambassador with us as well, so this is also very much in solidarity with the people of Ukraine at this time. So, yes, we're marking, yes, we're celebrating, but it's also a, a gesture of support also to the people of Ukraine, which I think is important. But again, it just reflects you know, what Ireland and the Irish are all about. You know, We have a good time, but we do think about others, and there is sense of the wider community and it was a fantastic day this well done to you at st patrick i think we did keep good pace uh, well done to the swedish irish society who really put in a huge amount of hours really pulling this together so very proud to be irish today what did the ukrainian ambassador say to you because i mean you know when you extend that invite they say we'd like you to come to the parade did he go okay this man is mad was he happy with it how did he react to that well look at i i, I said to him uh, we've said previously that ireland you know while we're militarily neutral we're not neutral in this conflict we're not politically neutral and I said we are there in solidarity with the people of Ukraine so I said the Irish community have invited him uh, in that spirit to the parade he didn't hesitate for a second and uh, not only as you know did he join us on the stage but he walked with us uh, and he really appreciated that sense that real sense of us literally standing together and walking together and this is the great day. I mean, I hope that this has been the best day of your time here in Stockholm. Uh, but what comes next, Austin? <laughs> next is preparing for next year, Phil, you know. 
And you're going to be at the heart of that. I, I just said to Sophie Murphy there that I'll see her on Monday if we get cracking on that one. But for now, thanks for all you've done since you've been here. And uh, as I say, I'll see you on Monday. Gurramil Amal, good Phil. And thank you for everything you've done with the podcast. You've really helped connect Irish people throughout Sweden. Really appreciate it. Tough ultra road. Thank you. train heading back towards Tuesday and an evening of work now on this Saturday evening of the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Uh, huge thanks to the lovely people at Guinness Zero who gave me a lovely goodie bag to take home with me. Uh, I wish I was going down to Veerstone's pub because there's a rugby match on that I would love to see uh, but unfortunately I'm working this evening with a UFC to write about. But that was just a magnificent day for the Irish community. Great to see so many people there. People down from Ludio and from Yavla and from all over the place. Um, Amazing to see how much uh, people's kids have grown under the two years since we last had a parade. It's probably you know, the three years since we last had a parade. It was just magnificent to see. Um, so many brilliant sponsors, the likes of Lionsight, um, those Silverback, uh, there was a few others in there as well. Guinness Zero, of course, were, were sponsors there. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Veerson's Probe there in Gamla Slan. Uh, just amazing, amazing day altogether. Such great talent, such great musicians and that kind of thing. But that is it for this episode. I'll be back again with you maybe later this week, but definitely next week with another episode of the Irish and Sweden podcast. Until then, take care of yourselves and take care of one another, and I'll talk to you very, very soon.